Ladies and gentlemen, this here is the main event of the evening, sanctioned by Twitch Interactive LLC. Our mods sitting in Discord are Jay Black, What the Fuck, Def Dealers, and Alex R. Davies. And when the action begins, I will be your host, Fufu Kalipoof. This podcast is sponsored by Knob Polishers. When your knob needs a shine, call the Knob Polishers. They will shine it for you and leave you feeling happy in the end. And now, for those in attendance and achievement hunting fans listening around the world, this here is what you have been waiting for. Live from from AH101 Studio in an undisclosed location in the Baltimore area. It's time! Three hours of undisputed professional podcasting in the Achievement Hunting Podcast Division. Introducing first, speaking out of the top left corner, he's a professional shoot 'em up gamer coming in at 536,704 gamer score. Podcasting by way of Frederick, Maryland. He is the number two ranked gamer in the Maryland Shoot 'em Up Gamer Score leaderboard. Koosh, the bearded one, Moose. Hi. <laughs> I can't match that. Introducing energy. next. Speaking out of the lower left hand corner. He's a professional Metroid Vayner coming in at 576,185 gamer score. Podcasting by way of Nashville, Tennessee. He is the number one ranked gamer in the Tennessee Metroidvania gamer score leaderboard. Rocker, the Dictator 5012. Hello. And. Introducing, lastly, speaking out of the upper right-hand corner, he's a professional wrestling gamer coming in at 697,987 gamer score. Podcasting, by the, by the way, of New York, he is the number one ranked gamer in a New York wrestling gamer score leaderboard. Big L, play for fun, Nico Demi! <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> he didn't ask about our wow. last name before this. Let me tell you guys something. That was an awful introduction. But let me tell you what's even worse. Kushmoose, Rocker Dude. Let me tell you something, brother. You guys are going down. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. You know, you're going down. Okay. This show. I don't know how Bruce Buffer does that. I'm tired now. (laughs) And my audio looks awful. There's clipping all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a fun one to edit. That's how you do it. Leave it to the professor. There we go. I can't do it. I'm no Bruce Buffer, obviously. Bruce Buffer? Bruce Buffer, he said. He's no Bruce Buffer. Gotcha. That too. That guy gets paid a lot. He really does. You're thinking of Michael Buffer. But that's why he's so good at it. He does it so well. All right. So how were your guys' weeks? <laughs> Productive. <laughs> Didn't ask about your so bowel movement. What was it really? What's going on? 
Not, a, not no one's got anything to say. All right. I said it was productive. What else do you want? Yeah. I I don't know. I thought something good. We had some sort of a story or, or anything. Okay, but um, no one wants to talk. Let's just get on with the show. I went to a five-year-old's right. birthday party. That was about it. Were you invited? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of creepy. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just get on with the show. <laughs> that, that, that went swimmingly. Uh, all right. Nate, what have you been playing this week? Let's get into the game showcase. Yeah, because I absolutely wasn't just drinking a second ago. Um, I <laughs> purchased and played all need to a brand new game. You've probably never heard of it. Probably not. It's called Movie... <laughs> Movie no, Out no, Movers no, in Paradise. no. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah, it's brand new DLC. I mean, oh. you've never heard about this before. You've never seen this type of gameplay before. It's amazing. You can be a cat or a potted plant <coughs> or a toaster oven. Uh, but you were always able to be that in the base game. In the new game, you can be things like uh, a fish. Um, Ooh. Oh, hey, there you go, Elf. You can be Mr. Grumpy Gills in yeah, it. Yeah, there's other, there's other animals, too, that you can be. I think they added, like, two or three characters. They added some yeah. new shirts and two new dances. Hey, I just learned the base game had dances. I didn't know that. Um, really? <laughs> the reason I learned that, yeah, I, I had no idea there was dancing. Why would I dance? It's a single-player game. I, there's no reason. Why not? There's no reason to dance. It's a connect uh, You can game. dance by Is holding the left game? on the D-pad. No, no, no. Mo- is NBA out? Kirkland's wife in that game? Uh, mm, it would be so, a, a fish called Wanda. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, that mm. was a crazy setup. Um, I know. So terrible. in moving out, there's an achievement. <laughs> ah, uh, well, part of the achievement is for you have to actually dance. And I had not done that in the first game. And I so I learned you could do that. And they have all kinds of crazy dances like the robot and the sprinkler and some other things I hadn't heard of. Um it's another thousand G, another thousand gamer score, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was only seven, eight dollars. But you have to buy it twice, so you have to buy the PC and the Xbox if you're going for the stack. It adds twelve achievements, and I think it adds twelve levels. I think there's twelve new levels, and the achievements are kind of like front loaded. And backloaded. So there's achievements you can get right off the bat, which just feels good because it's been forever uh, since I've gotten moving out achievements. Um, things like knocking over sandcastles, uh, crash into a car. You have to crash into a car and make it flip over. That was kind of confusing. Uh, but you're basically doing the same thing you've been doing, which is moving things from an apartment or some building or some sort of Wait, crazy you're moving scene. moving things in this? What's that? You're moving things you're in this? I never would have guessed. I know. I know they should just come right out and tell you this, but you're moving all these things into the moving truck. Uh, I of course started out with the assist mode. So that things disappear. You don't have to worry about stacking things properly into the whatever. You can just kind of have fun with the levels doing crazy things. Uh, like I said, the achievements are kind of front loaded and back loaded. And in the middle, there's just kind of a big lull in terms of popping achievements. Um, you have to do the same sort of thing where uh, there's one thing you have to find every level. In this case, it is a, an audio cassette. Uh, so you have to find the audio cassette and put it in the uh, moving van uh, in every level. Uh, there's three hidden achievements or three hidden 
uh, goals per level you still have to do. The fun thing about getting in there early is that no one has solved those yet. Uh, so I was able to just kind of figure out most of them on my own. And by the time the I was, yeah, by the time I was stuck and there were like two or three, I just didn't know how to do the achievement had been posted or the, uh, the solution had been posted to that particular achievement. So I was able to go through and, uh, and get the tricky ones that for whatever reason I couldn't figure out. Uh, but yeah, it's great. It's more moving out. It's what I wanted. I still want a sequel. I finished the X one DLC and I'm looking forward to uh, finishing the PC DLC. Yeah. So I started this as well. And my same, like I'm being really nitpicky, but my same gripe about it is that they don't tell you the objectives until after you played the level once. Like it would, it would not ruin the game at all to tell me not to break windows on my first go. Yeah, it wouldn't ruin <laughs> you, but then you'd also wouldn't just be figuring stuff out on the level, right? You'd be you'd be trying to do. I'm playing it on baby mode anyway, so right. Well, I mean, you've played you've played the base game, so you already know there's probably an achievement for breaking every pane of glass, or not breaking every pane of glass, or um, both, <laughs> or both. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, for the most part, yeah. yeah, you should be able to get everything in one playthrough of the level. I don't think there are any that kind of negate each other. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I've only bar- barely dived the DLC, but I am very excited to get more moving out achievements. I did notice uh, the the update, the title update, where they made the base levels like moving in, where you do the yes. opposite. I really wish that they had achievements for those as well. That would have been nice. Yeah, it's a free. So if you already have the game, so if you paid for it or, you know, Game Pass, uh, you can do the moving in. But yeah, there's no achievements. And that basically is things are in the truck. You have to move them into the house. And there's like when you pick it up, there's a little outline. You take it there and it kind of snaps it sort of for a second. But then it can it can pop out and you have to put it back in place for it to count. So right. That's, you know. And little, are you, you're, you're playing full on assist mode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, What's assist <laughs> mode? So, uh, go ahead. If you know Kush, I would be spitballing. All right. What's what's the question? <laughs> what's assist mode? Oh, what is assist mode? Okay. So Just assist for my mode, own curiosity. Yeah, right. Sure. No. Assist mode is um, you can change a couple settings to make the game a little bit easier. One is the time it takes to get a gold uh, star or whatever, a gold time. So, they, they increase the, the amount of time, you, you, you know you're allowed in order to still make that. Uh, they also decrease the weight of objects. So now what would normally be a task for two people, uh, like dragging a couch, dragging a bed, you can do very easily with one person. Uh, and ah. then the, the most important, I think, is uh, that once you put something into the moving truck, it mm-hmm. disappears. Whereas before, you had to fit everything that was on the level into the truck. So you kind of had to pack it in there. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. you had to like... If you look at the video, yeah. If you look at the the stream, they're they're putting furniture in the truck. It's not disappearing. You have to fit it in, just like Tetris, like you said. So that that assist right there is the game changer. To be (laughs) honest, just where it disappears, you don't have to worry about it. I'm assuming assist mode doesn't affect achievements any. It does not affect achievements. (laughs) Well, I mean, just for the. the objects just disappearing in the truck, that seems like it's worth using it by itself. Yeah, if for some reason you wanted to do that and not decrease the amount of time uh, to get a gold, uh, then you, you could do that, but that'd be crazy. So they have nice little check boxes for all those features. That's nice. Yeah, fun game. Did you say you're playing this with your daughter? I'm an, I, If you said it, I'm sorry, I missed it. 
Um, no, I did not or say that. Or are you just that. playing this by yourself because you like uh, it? I am playing this. Uh, I played it by myself. I did try uh, a little bit of the moving in with her, and I did uh, try a level with her. But uh, yeah, if I'm trying to get the achievements. I'm just I'm going for the achievements. If I just want to have fun, then yeah, I can play with her. But uh, for the most part, achievements was all just me. Okay. Was just wondering because it looks like it'd be a uh, uh, fun like couch co-op, especially with your daughter. Or at least it potentially could be fun. It could be it could fun. It could also be really annoying. He wants achievements, fun. not fun. <laughs> yes. I want both. But oh. uh, I, like, I was playing something else in here uh, called work. So I was working and my uh, wife and daughter were out in the living room just having hysterics. They were just laughing hysterically uh, playing the base games. That wasn't even the, the DLC. Uh, just <laughs> like last week or the week before, they were just hysterically laughing. Um, so it is a fun game, and those are people who don't play games a whole lot. So, okay, cool. All right, uh, Corey, yes, tell me about Curse of the Dead Gods. Right. So, Curse of the Dead Gods is oh, you were prepared. Yeah, couldn't throw you off. So, Curse of the Dead Gods is uh, a new game that came out last week, and it is the closest that we're going to get to. Hades, which you may or may not heard, super popular game on PC and Nintendo Switch. Yeah. It's a rogue something game. Um, I, I don't <laughs> know which, but essentially you are going through dungeons and ultimately you kind of do this pick a path thing as you're in the dungeon. You can kind of choose the reward for the next area um, through different pathways. So obviously there's some strategizing to which rooms you pick. Uh, and ultimately you get to a champion as they call it, kind of the boss. And that's the run. And you get this currency that you pick up um, that you can use to spend on upgrades and other weapons and stuff. So it's rogue in that sense that you are constantly unlocking permanent upgrades to make it easier. And, uh, and th- this is just for the first tier, at least. There are three tiers. It's kind of in a pyramid shape for these, uh, which which temples you pick. And so I, I have not beat all three of the first tiers. Um, defeating the the champion, the boss at the end, grants you a different kind of currency that you have to unlock, uh, to, that you use to unlock really good things. So uh, you're going to be playing these temples over and over and over again in order to uh, get all of the currencies you need to upgrade as well as progress through the game. I have completed one temple uh, as of right now. I got really close on the second one yesterday. Uh, I got all the way to the boss and probably had him halfway done. And that was like on my first go through of the temple. Um, So I was pretty happy about that. Um, But I'm really enjoying this game. As far as the gameplays goes, it's kind of hack and slashy. You have a main weapon and you have a secondary weapon, which is typically ranged. And you have uh, certain relics and uh, I think they call I think they call them artifacts, kind of like blessings, uh, different things that raise your health or your hit point, uh, your attack uh, or your like luck, like gold finding and stuff like that. And so you're traveling through these dungeons, fighting these enemies, and you have to really um, you have to kill everybody in the, the dungeon to progress. And the main thing that you want to keep in mind is you have to either parry or dodge these attacks so you're constantly watching for certain visual um visual cues to know when to do those things in order to get through pretty successfully the other thing that you have to manage 
is light and dark. So this is something I have not seen Hades do. Um, but you <laughs> carry a torch and that torch obviously provides light around you. And whenever you pull out a weapon, that torch goes away. So there are different things in dungeons to help light it up. So you don't have to have your torch out. And the thing about the darkness is it damages you twice as much as it, as does light does. So you do not want to be hit in the darkness if you can help it. Mm. Um, and so it sounds pretty straightforward and it's, you know, you're kind of juggling a lot of things. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I haven't mentioned is as you get hit and as you progress through these rooms, you get these corruption points, uh, added to your character. Once you hit a hundred, you get corrupted and you can only be corrupted like five times in a certain dungeon. Uh, there are things to help you lower your corruption, but once you get uh, corrupted a hundred percent of your bar, you take on a negative effect. So that might be that, uh, all of the traps are enabled in a dungeon. It could be that you take, uh, even more damage in the darkness, things like that. It's, you know, bad things typically. And so you're trying to use your pick the paths when you're uh, progressing through these dungeons. So you lower your curse rate, uh, I guess is a way to put it. And yeah, you just do this over and over again. I assume that the harder difficulties add a little something to them. I think that they add more bosses to them for sure. Um, but I am loving just playing like a run or two of this game a day and just, you know, to see how far I can progress. One thing that's helping with that is that there are daily dungeons. Once a day, there will be a unique dungeon that you can only do one time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so there, there's different modifiers on them. So yesterday, uh, I had a, the best run I've ever had in this game. And the modifier though, was that it was timed. Once you hit a certain time, you are done. And so it basically said, meant you go as fast as you can in order to get as much reward as possible. And I, I never died. I died to time eventually, which is pretty unheard of. And typically these unique dungeons that are daily, you get so many of the currency to, to get upgrades. You get so many per room you do. Uh, and so that is a good way to get this currency um, at a very casual pace. Uh, and so, I've been doing like a run or two a day, like I said, and I'm I'm loving it. It's really, really fun. I can tell just by looking at this, this is a game that's up your alley. I mean... Is this, uh, is this multiplayer? It's not. This is 100% single player. No, nothing multiplayer about it. Um, when, when I talk about rogue stuff, I I am typically a little hesitant because I, I don't care for the, you know, live, die, repeat kind of deal. But I had to try this game out because of all the good things I've seen about Hades and this looked like it. Visually, it kind of looks like it, but it does do a lot of things differently. Uh, I think it's a little slower paced than Hades, but I'm just really enjoying it. It's just really fun to, like I said, get a run or two in a day and, uh, and progress and kind of you know keep it as a casual side game. The art style is what makes me think that you uh, would like it. Yeah, that that is probably what initially drew me to it, for sure. The combat and then like the roguelite, I know you're probably not like super thrilled on, but like just looking at at the art, I'm like, oh yeah, you would at least give this a chance. Yeah, the combat I, I like. The only thing that I kind of am hesitant on is when I ever a game tells me I need to parry a lot, 
Um, parrying is beneficial in this game, but you can dodge. They're essentially the same thing, but if you parry at the right time, the enemy kind of, you know, stuns himself a little bit and you get a couple more attacks in. So, uh, it's a, it's a learning curve as far as that goes, but otherwise it's kind of, I'm just mashing buttons, hacking and slashing, man. Now, did you go with the default layout? Yes. I have not changed any configurations as far as that goes. Okay. And you like the default layout? Um, yeah, it's, you know, A swings your torch or brings it out. X is your main weapon and Y is your ranged weapon. And they each have tap attacks and hold attacks. Um, and yeah. And, and then uh, I forgot to mention uh, the right trigger is roll uh, where you can dodge. And the left trigger is uh, block. So it's pretty straightforward for me. Yeah, I saw the. I, I tried this out. I only did one run. Um, I, I just looked at the controls because I knew that there was a dodge, and just I like dodge on my right bumper. Um, so I, I kind of changed things around to do that, and I wasn't really happy. I kept getting confused with the with the dodge versus the parry, and I was just wondering if the original scheme just makes more sense. But I was having a little bit of trouble figuring uh, or getting used to that, and kind of like. You know, oh, I have to dodge here. I have to parry here. But yeah, this definitely, <laughs> this is a fun game. This this reminds me uh, a lot of uh, Dead Cells, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, especially, especially with the daily runs and things like that. Yeah, and uh, the achievements are pretty straightforward. They just want you to defeat all of the gods, or well, I don't think they call them gods. They want you to defeat all of the standardized champions um mostly then they want you to uh, equip and unlock a bunch of stuff obviously so as you play the game a lot that will happen uh and then uh there's a few achievements for unlocking or using um different things throughout the run like using them so many times in a single run uh things like that uh it looks pretty uh pretty straightforward nobody's completed it it's going to be a long game. Um, there is uh, an achievement specifically for completing 10 different special events, which is that unique daily thing. Um, I, I don't think that they have an end to it, especially the one I did yesterday that was timed. Like you, They killed you at a certain time. Um, so I'm hoping that within the next before the next podcast if i do this every day i hopefully i have that um the game hasn't been out 10 days to know if that is the case or not but i don't think you have to actually complete them i'm hoping that you can just play them so i'll know that next week but otherwise yeah you're just they want you to kill everything and and basically see everything that there is in the game and i that that's a fair that's a fair achievement list to me um you're just going to be in it a lot so all right. Can and, I ask questions yet? Uh, just so every, uh, sure, go for it. You can ask a question. All right, this might be the wrong person to ask, but Corey, does this game have a story? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad I, I asked. don't think there. I don't think there's much of a story in this. Um, yeah, I think you're just hacking and slashing. Not the- um, that, that's one thing that's different than Hades. Obviously, you have the Greek mythology of Hades. Um, but I, this one, there, there's no story to it. Okay. I mean, I see how you got to do the parry and stuff, but looking at the menus, I still think it looks like a dungeon crawler, like Diablo or Minecraft dungeons. Just looking at the, the inventory layout and the button. Well, layout TA lists it as a dungeon crawler. 
Dragon. That's what it looks right, like. Right, right. Yeah. Ro- roguelite dungeon crawler. Okay. Because you were saying it's more action y. Uh, well, do, you I mean, gotta, do you have to pick I, up loot? Action, dungeon crawler. Replace, replace your loot often? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you pick up gold, you pick up relics, um, and then you can replace your weapons that you're carrying. So, yeah, yes. action is kind of really broad for me. So, I mean, Dungeon Crawler, yeah, that works. It's definitely more action than a Diablo, where most times you're just holding down a button, or you're pressing this other button, or this other button. But this one, you're actually you're attacking, you're dodging, you're rolling, you're blocking. Um, you are actually in there doing it. So, it feels more like combat than Diablo does. All right. Um, like I was going to say before, Corey did stream this the other night, so you can ha- that will be up on our Twitch for a bit, and then we'll have it on YouTube if you want to check out his stream and his go with the game. Uh, Al, let's go to you now. Let's talk about Maneater. I'm a Maneater. All right, Maneater. Finally got to sink my teeth into this game. And boy, let me tell you, it is good times. There we go. There's Maneater on the stream. <laughs> Avert your eyes if you don't like massive amounts of blood and carnage. Yeah, so basically, you are a shark, and you start off as a baby shark, and you grow, and you can do do fishies. <laughs> there it is. So the first thing that really comes... Uh, to mind in this game when I'm playing this game is just it's so full of personality. Uh, you got Chris Parnell as the narrator, and then they do have a story where people are saying all kinds of wacky stuff. Anytime you do anything in the game, you get a quip from the narrator. Anytime you find a treasure, anytime you find a collectible, anytime you finish a quest, you get you get some fun quips. Mm-hmm. Um. One of my favorite things are the quest names themselves. So you have, uh, there's a Mako that you have to kill. You might have a quest called, uh-oh, better get Mako. And there's also another one, which is a reference to the Barracuda song by Heart, which maybe dun, 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 Kush knows. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. Guitar Hero, three players would know that. But no, that's not true. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun references it's like a that. Famous song. How could you possibly not know that? Be no, look at Corey. Um, because <laughs> starts off with the know, annoying scream. So I have some some something to uh, say about this game. Has anyone played it besides Corey? I've played it. Yeah, I have not played it. You've not played it. Okay, I haven't beaten it. I've I and I have a ton of time into it. But I've played enough to know uh, the gist of the game. I just wanted to point out that there's an interconnected map. Uh, as you can see, there's a double jump. Uh, you do have to backtrack <laughs> once you get older and find go through different sewer grates. So, yes. There it is. I uh, just wanted to say. Fainer confirmed. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can make a case for it for sure. Definitely not a 2D platformer, but it's a shark PG. No, I don't. This, I don't yeah. really. I don't really get the RPG elements too much. I mean, you, really, you evolve. You do gain levels and experience, and you evolve some stuff, but that's about it. Yeah, 
RPG ish. RPG light. Yeah. Well, light, anyway. not like. So this game is Series X enhanced. So it's got a little bit more polish. That I, would I did imagine. not know. The load times are smooth. Um, haven't had too much jankiness or anything like that. Um, if you go on land, you have to quickly get back in the water so you don't suffocate. And if you're looking at the screen, you can see the uh, bounty hunters. Once you eat a bunch of humans, the bounty hunters come to kill you. And then you eat them too. And then you gain uh, notoriety. Or it's called infamy in the game, I believe. Grand Shark Auto. And it, exactly. It has elements of a lot of different games just like that. Exactly. You Have you guys ever played the Jaws video game on the PlayStation 2? No. Definitely Negative. not. Okay, this is very much similar to that, except much better. The game was very janky, very bad. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, I loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. And as soon as I saw this, it's like, oh, this is just Jaws, but, you know, not garbage. Uh, Mental Knight, are you asking if Maneater is completable? If, if that's what you're asking, the answer is definitely yes. And Doesn't Corey even have Corey complete? completed it. Yeah, that's what I was going to know. A lot of people completed this game. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I've it's done, not a hard. It's I've, not a hard game. I've gone through three or four of the different parts of the map. Um, one little nitpick: it seems like there could have been a little more variety in quests to do. It seemed like it was either eat fish or eat humans. And not much in between, but the collectibles break up the monotony. You find different ways to to get the collectibles and try not to get killed by other fishies that try to kill you too. Like those darn barracudas. It's a good um indie game. I guess I guess it's indie. It's a forty dollar game. I, it's definitely been on sale for way cheaper than that. I would recommend not paying $40 at this point. I'm actually kind of surprised this isn't in Game Pass. This is a great Game Pass game. Uh, the achievement list, yeah, like the, I said, it's pretty straightforward. What are you saying, Corey? The, the developer of this, they've only made Killing Floor 2, uh, which is a pretty high-regarded huh. game. Interesting. Um, yeah, I've heard good things about that. So, like, they're not, like, the smallest team, but they've definitely put the love into it. Like Elle said, it, it is enhanced for Series X. They they have those free upgrades. Um, so I, I kind of wish I had a Series X to try it out because it, it was a beautiful game before, and uh, mm -hmm. I can't imagine what it looks like now I with seem, all the right stuff. I seem to remember that PlayStation gave this game away, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that we could get it in Game Pass at some point. Or games with gold, even. Uh, I mean, I would love for it to go to Game Pass or games with gold just so more people can experience the game. Mm -hmm. I I already own it, so. Now, Jables in chat said something that I was thinking as well, uh, and that is that it looks a bit like Hungry Shark World, but with better graphics? Question mark? Dot, dot, dot? I, I bought Hungry Shark World. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, so I'm not I have familiar played, with that one. 
I have played that one, and it's it's fun. It's kind of like Echo the Dolphin uh, gets rabies, and you just go around <laughs> eating other sharks and divers and fun things like that, and you do kind of like I'm... hop on land and do fun stuff like that. It looks just like this, but it's 2D, whereas this is 3D. It, it would have been interesting if uh, any of you guys had played it. I don't know that game. Yeah. I've brought Hungry Shark World up a couple of times during the sales, and then I, I bought it the last time it was on sale um, a couple of weeks ago. I just haven't gotten around to play it. It's off the actually. I think it's on sale now again for like five bucks. All right, so just uh, buy us all a copy and we'll play. That was easy. Well, how's the map system, Al? Um, if you're a big Al, you get lost a lot, but generally speaking. That's nothing new. No, generally speaking, I didn't get lost too badly. Um, the there's quest markers for everything and waypoints for everything, so it's not too hard to get lost. You might have to go through sewer grates, and it won't tell you if it's up or down, but you'll you'll find everything pretty easily. Yeah, they have some shortcuts through <laughs> different sections, so you don't have to go all the way around the map. Sometimes those are hard to figure out, or if you find it, you just have to realize you're going to unlock that later once you get bigger or something like that. And you can uh, fast travel around the map to all the different grottos, which is basically each world's <laughs> Yeah, hub. you basically have safe houses in this game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, so <laughs> you get like... More GTA. You get pickups for killing things um, and, and and some things are harder to kill and you you know you get better things one of those that is hard to kill especially at least they're early on are crocodiles and one of them yep. followed me into my grotto where you can't Goodness. get hurt and he just sat there and i just <laughs> jumped on him ate oh, some gator you. tail and uh i benefited oh yeah you got some nice new uh leather shoes yeah i knew he was gonna say that no you didn't Build a little suitcase. Right. Well, let, let's keep going. Uh, let's do the opposite of something in the water. Corey, why don't you burn something? <laughs> okay. So I'm all about the casual games this week. Uh, specifically, Kill It With Fire was a game that came out uh, in the future. That's right. It came out in the future. Uh, it, it comes out tomorrow, I think. Uh, March 3rd. So as you're hearing this, uh, yesterday, and if you have not <laughs> seen the game, I highly recommend you at least checking it out. There is a launch day discount, normally $15 game, uh, full price. So even then it would be hard to me recommended at 15, just because I'm a cheapskate, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> worth it. And the only reason that it might be hesitant is because it's so short. Um, you're looking at no more than six hours for a hundred percent of this game. I did it in two sessions. I streamed, I streamed the entire playthrough of this game, the entire story I streamed in the first night. I did it in like two and a half hours. Um, and that was me trying to, you know, look for stuff and, and hundred, you know, do as much as I can, uh, without kind of going back and, uh, you know, interacting with chat and stuff like that. So two and a half hours, uh, for one playthrough was, uh, my time. I did have slight, some slight experience. If you remember from last week in the coming real soon section, I have seen this before several months ago, sometime last year. Uh, I watched a streamer do it all day. So I had some things that come back to my memory. But you are going through, I think it's nine levels, and it's all this voxelized kind of stylized uh, gameplay. 
and the goal is to kill spiders. And you can do that in a variety of ways. As you progress to the game, you will find weapons and you will get upgrades to your spider tracker as well as your person. So you'll be able to equ quick equip things um, on your person so you can unlock cargo shorts where you can equip more things. Um, you have a spider tracker, like I mentioned. You will get... Uh, a bigger battery for it. And, and eventually, well, I don't want to ruin the story, so I won't say anything else besides that, but there is a loosely based uh, story to this game. That makes me want to play this just because I want to know what the story could, or I want to know how there could possibly be a story in this. Right. And, and, and the, the, the bad part is that this game has been out on PC for a while and they have released some updates. They even have an arachnophobia mode. So it kind of eliminates the spiders. Um, and in that version, the newest version on PC, they've added the story. Um, it's through collectibles, which do exist in the Xbox version, but you can't, they don't have them like coded in to read them. Like they're files that you pick up. So I don't know. If you play the game 100%, you'll kind of see at the very end a little bit of story. And it's kind of, it kind of, it's like, whoa, what's going on? And it, you know, it leads into whatever it leads into. But, uh, going through the levels and killing these spiders uh, is one thing. You have to kill so many to, un to unlock the exit. But in each level, you have objectives. And they might be to kill certain spiders, because there's more spiders typically in the map that ex than exists in the um, than the exit requires. So you'll have to go through and find some things. There are collectibles in each level. Uh, um Good and bad. Some are upgrades, but there is one collectible. It's batteries. Uh, you got to find these little batteries, and they're they're probably like nine or so hidden in each level. Unfortunately, it's my least favorite kind of collectible because it does absolutely nothing for you. But they are typically, in most cases, like ninety percent, you can probably find the batteries without a guide. Uh, when you go back and replay missions, which you can replay missions and all of the unlocked doors will be unlocked. All of the areas, uh, are unlocked and all of your weapons that you've unlocked, uh, stay with you. So you can go back to the first level with everything unlocked, um, and, and redo some of these to make them better. Uh, so that's good. But ultimately the batteries do nothing. And some of them are hidden in spots you would never look. Uh, at least I didn't look. So I did look up a guide for a couple of those. Um, the objectives that you have to do, um, while, you know, kind of optional, they unlock secret areas in the levels. And at the end of the game, they unlock other rooms that get you some really good in-game, uh, upgrades. If you unlock all of the objectives, or if you do all of the objectives in a level, you actually unlock a bonus mode in each level called Arach the Arachno Gauntlet, which is <laughs> a timed challenge where you have to pretty much kill the spiders in a very specific way. And, and like I said, they are timed. Um, luckily there are things that you can get upgrades that make those super easy, super, um, uh, not hard, which is another word for easy. And, uh, Boom. and, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much the game. It's, it's a short game, a short experience, but man, is it fun and at first, it is pretty creepy because you can hear the spiders crawl around. And once they are out in the open and they're moving, 
a, a different kind of little beat plays, so you know to throw on the the move. Luckily, you cannot die in this game. Uh, I was just about to ask that. If you yeah, you, you don't receive any kind of damage. Uh, there's only property damage in this game. That's all you have to worry about. Um, but uh, yeah, so that kind of gets a little freaky. But after a while, you know, you kind of come a little desensitized to these uh, digital spiders. But it was a super fun game to play and stream. Um, and a super fun game to go back and do it 100%. What's the achievements uh, make you do? Uh, if you do it 100%, you're going to get probably all but one achievement. There, there might be another one or two that technically won't come, but they are pretty easy to pop. There is one that I want to mention that um, isn't part of any of that. And, and you actually brought it up in a, a private chat, Fufu, but it is called mm-hmm. MLG Pro. And the achievement is for uh, yeah. doing a 360 <laughs> no-scope uh, with the assault rifle. <laughs> so, yes, you... Do unlock guns in this game to face the uh, spiders. And uh, in this particular achievement, you have to do a 360 no-scope. And it's kind of difficult. I actually asked about it in another Discord. But as soon as I asked about it, two minutes later, I got it um, through a little bit of cheese, I guess. I, I could look straight down and was just kept turning and shooting straight down at a spider. Huh. Uh, because I couldn't actually do an entire 360 uh in the game for whatever reason but it it finally popped and i got the uh the completion but yeah super fun game super short experience i did it in two sittings and i loved it i I would definitely recommend this yeah this if nothing else this just looks like just dumb fun it's 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 the perfect me game and uh I, i i found that just like with Maneater, like I was talking about last year, I said Maneater was one of my best games of the year. And this game was super fun. I wish it was longer. And I I don't know if it's just my my thought process when going into these games, but whenever I go into a casual game that I'm just playing, like I, I'm excited about it and it turns out to be good, it's like that's just like the best game. So that probably has something to do with it. It's a very simplistic game, but uh, it's sure. my perfect kind of humor. It's basically what goose what goose game is untitled goose game. It's that, but spider hunting. I don't know. You just mark things off a checklist and you kill spiders. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, while uh, while you're talking, you have the the gameplay going. It's just like I'm just in, in, just entertained just by watching this guy run around this house. Looking for these spiders to hit it with the clipboard or shoot with the pistol or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In the clipboard. Uh, spoiler Does it make alert. A satisfying squish. Uh, when you hit uh, hit a spider with it. Probably. I don't remember exactly. Uh, <laughs> but spoiler alert: the clipboard is a weapon. Stop spoiling now, things, cool. I played a little bit of this, and I discovered one not so good thing. Uh, and that's if you have a game share partner, um, only the home console, at least for me, uh, gets achievements. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, I would not know about that. So yes, so interesting. That's something that people might want to be aware of uh, if your game share partner. Uh, keep that in mind when it comes to the price. One, well, that's sad. One thing I do want to point out because that is unfortunate is that this is a tiny it, it was it's made by one person by the way kc donnelly donnellan games i'm pretty sure he's one person who made this game uh and it's available on like every platform 
but the publisher is Tiny Build, and Tiny Build has made or published uh, Total Reliable Delivery Service, Pathologic Two, No Time to Explain, Speedrunners, um, Graveyard Keeper, some of the Hello Neighbors. If you are catching my drift, we get a lot of their games for free. Just throwing that out there, not saying it will be on any of those services, but it's a better than 0% chance. Possibly true. Yeah, that's also a good Game Pass game. This looks like a... Sh- or even better game. This looks like a no, have it walking sim mixed with a shooty. And I saw those untitled Goose Games vibes as well, like Corey said. It is a first-person spider-killing game. <laughs> That's cool. An, an FPSK. Simulator. FPSK. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like one of the unlockables is Goose Mode. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. You get to go around killing geese. No, I think you are goose. I didn't. I have not played that mode yet, so I'm huh? not sure. It is not required for achievements. There is one though. Uh, there's one other mode that is required for achievements called Tiny Mode. And yeah, you you are the size of the spider. Oh, f that, dude. <laughs> f that. Um, I was gonna say before that Mental Knight said that it looked like Soda Drinker Pro with better graphics. Mm, that kind of a dig. Uh, yeah. So real quick, I just wanted to say that Michelle, Brian, and I completed Final Fantasy VIII. I don't have too much to say about it that I haven't said before, but unlike most RPGs, the, uh, most JRPGs, the enemies level up with you, so it's kind of weird. So, wait, say that again. <sighs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. The enemies level up with you. Oh, okay, okay, that's what I thought you said. So normally in a JRPG, if you're having trouble beating a boss, you grind some enemies. And you'll eventually overpower them. Uh, the game doesn't really let you know that's going to happen. And it actually recommends that you don't overlevel too much and get to level 100. Like I did. And <laughs> <laughs> But it wound up okay. That you have like to utilize the junction system, which is also kind of a pain. But luckily with the battle boosters, as they're called, you can mostly choose your way to a completion. The TA walkthrough is pretty good. Oh, look, Renza Koken. Yeah, you got to spam this attack. So normally you would build up to this, what's called a limit break. But with the battle booster, you have limit break on at all times. So you could just keep spamming your special moves. So yeah, even uh, with that cheese, it probably took, I don't know, 50 hours plus. And that's why I don't want to play it. Well, we knocked it out in two and a half months. That's not so bad, right? We only I mean, played I don't one know why two- you want to... Why you wouldn't want to play this gym in 2021? I mean, look at those graphics. Well, that it, that's I not the remastered really one. I really want to play one. this. The remastered one looks a lot better. Oh, well. I just I just searched for Final Fantasy You would Fantasy like it, uh, Ken, actually. I, I, I think I, you would really like it. No, so obviously, you know, I like Final Fantasy VII. I've played eight on the PlayStation 1. I have it, you know, on the shelf behind me. Um, my biggest thing is I don't remember it at all. It's been so long since I played it. I just, it's just all gone. So like, I want to replay it. It's funny you say that because I remember not liking the junction setting or the, the junction, uh, tree or whatever the crap you just said. (laughs) I remember not liking it, but I just, I can't, I can't quite remember why I didn't like it. 
because it's complicated. And every time you change parties, you need to move over the stuff from one character to the other character that's currently in your party. So it's a little bit annoying in that way. Uh, Michelle says the, our hour counter was closer to 35 hours. Maybe yours was, Michelle. I probably got lost a bunch. Uh, yeah, so the story is is I weird. Mean, and we talked about that also because Michelle and Brian had played the game and they didn't remember much either. Definitely some specific parts, but overall just a very, very crazy story. I don't want to get in well, I don't want to get into the specifics because there's some spoilery things, but you learn a lot. The game is told through flashbacks as well as present day stuff. But I will say uh, uh, yeah, achievements. Like a typical JRPG. Achievements <laughs> got me to finish Final <laughs> Fantasy VII and now Final Fantasy VIII, two games that I had started over 20 years ago and never saw through to the end. So I'll say that much. Hopefully. So what's the next one? Let's see. Seven, eight. I don't know. Fifteen? What are we? Uh, Sounds about uh, right. Nine is still on Game Pass. So I guess nine would be next. But that achie- achievement is list is supposed to be pretty terrible. But that's okay. I still want to play it. Okay, so that's actually why I asked that question. I didn't know 9 was on Game Pass. I didn't nine, know if you were going to actually buy 9, or were you just going to go to 10, because that's in Game Pass. No, 10 is not in Game Pass. 9 is. Uh, 9 is. Well, I'm just Yeah, 9 is, and 12 just came. That's the one I was complaining. I complained that 10 is not on Game Pass. Yeah, 10 and 10 too. So 9 would be next, and that one is also Play Anywhere. Oh, by the way, 7 and 8 have stacks on Win 10 and Game Pass also, I believe. But nine is, is not oh, a I stack. I did not know that. Play anywhere. Seven. And one of the achievements in nine, not to get ahead of myself, but I know there's one for jump roping a thousand times that gives people problems. And people are using the uh, tiny task and to do stuff like that on the computer. So that'll be fun. That sounds awful. But if you're just looking for... Uh, I don't know what that is, but I sound, that sounds awful. If you're just looking for... I never played nine. If you're just looking for traditional RPG with some crazy stories... You can do worse. So, right. yeah, Final Fantasy VIII. Well. Or as Michelle calls it, Renova all right, in well, space. Let's continue on. Let's get into some news. Uh, first news story. I don't know if the, how many people this is actually going to affect or will care about this, but Defiance 2050 servers are set to close in April. Mm. Do you guys play this game at all? Defiantly, no. I kind of. I kind of played it. Um, you know, I played it <clears throat> when it came out on the PC because I, I really liked that uh, TV to PC synergy. Uh, and then apparently it was on the 360, which I didn't know about, uh, but until it was in GameStop and it was like 50 cents. So I <laughs> bought that and never played it. And then the uh, server closure came for that one and I rushed and didn't get all of it done. And I tried to get my buddy Matism to go in on 2050 and he just laughed at me. He's probably still laughing. So uh, no one wants to do this. Nobody. Uh, to be specific, April 29th is when it's ending. Yeah, it's not so, a lot of time. It really isn't. Well, I, I think people should have known this was coming <laughs> when uh, when they saw the 360 version <laughs> when going it launched. down. <laughs> well, yeah, when it <laughs> launched. But uh, when the 360 version went down, it... it you know, anyone who was going to get it should have done it. They they should have figured that out. Yeah, Corey. Server closure is always that is an excellent graphic. Mm-hmm. It it really is. That is a good graphic. Thank you. Uh, for those who can't see, uh, there's a uh, a sick person on a uh, <laughs> gurney, and the face says "Defines 2050." 
I googled dying cartoon. Now is that his foot? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, I guess that's where his legs separate. And his hands are music notes. It's a very interesting drawing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of server closures, that leads us to the second news story and probably the bigger news one. And that is that Gears Pop had an update and it's making unlocking some of the achievements much easier. So... If you've been around the community, been listening to us for a while, you knew that we were all super hyped on Gears Pop for the longest time to the point where listeners told us to stop talking about it. And then mm. a couple months ago, it was announced that the servers are going down, well, which is kind of sad and surprising considering the game. Um, specifically, the servers are going down April 26th. Well, obviously, the very first thing that everyone especially in our community was talking about is the achievements because the achievements as par for the course for gears games are extremely grindy. And there's lots of them that if you were to try to get them, you would either have to do pretty much just play nothing but that game or spend lots of money like chip does. Now there (laughs) is an update that went live uh, and it added a bunch of different, uh, it had a yeah, again. It had a bunch of different updates to make the, like I said, to make the game easier. Uh, it added a further fifty percent reduction in all pin upgrade costs, a further fifty percent increase in XP gain from all pin upgrades, sixty percent reduction in number of duplicate pins required to upgrade at each level. That that's huge. Uh the threshold to get to the silver and gold leagues, which are both in a, of themselves achievements, and you have to get to the gold league to get the seriously pop achievement, which is the worst one. Gold is now you got to get to 3,000 cogs instead of 3,200. And gold went from 3,600 down to 3,200. So that's much, much easier. And then along with that, they've reduced the, the lost tags. Uh, I said cogs before. I meant tags. Or was it? They reduced the tags lost for losing matches across the arenas and the leagues and stuff like that. So the game is much easier to complete now. Well, I per- it was much easier for just a very short amount of time. They broke the update. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I didn't know if you were going to get to that part or not. Yeah. I, I noticed that there's two updates on the TA page uh, article that I ran. Uh, the first update, I'll just read it for uh, what they said. The coalition has now reverted the update due to an unexpected error. Although a reason hasn't been given for pulling the update, some players have reportedly been receiving huge amounts of coins from crates. From crates. The co- coalition says it's looking into the issue and will share more on the Gears of War forum soon. And then there's a second update that says the coalition's community manager, TC... Kilo has announced that there's an issue with the Mark Gears Pop update and the changes listed below won't be going live until next week. Yeah. The um, problem was it was giving away hundreds of thousands of coins. Oh, crap. Like, and other stuff. Uh, I think Red posted a picture. One of the one of the regular crates, I think, he had like 200,000 coins. So well, that's wonderful. It was too good. See, that's the kind of update that it should have been. 
Agreed. And so now they, they've delayed it a week. You know, we already have a finite time to finish this, and they delayed the update a week. Uh, they should have just saved themselves work and left it, to be honest. Exactly. That's actually kind of where uh, I was I was also going to go. You know, I was hoping that they just drastically reduce the achievements needed to get it, or they just drastically increase the rewards for everything. That way, the people that want to complete it can, can complete it. Because... Uh, like Michelle said in the chat, you know, if you've been playing this for a while, it's now much easier to complete. But if you're trying to start it now, you're still not going to complete the game, even with these. It still takes way too much. Right, right. Like I actually, when the the day that the well, the original day that the the update went live, I'm like, oh, okay, little, let me try it out. And while yeah, I was able to go up two levels, so now I'm like level fourteen or something like that. And I've gotten a bunch more coins and whatnot. I'm still so far away from completing the game. I just, I'm just, I'm just out. I just, I'm not going to be able to complete it. I could never get the gold. I should have pushed in the one season when Ram was really, really good, but I didn't. And that's all me. Yeah, I made the mistake of going back into the Gears have Pop Have you guys room. been playing this at all, trying to complete it? Can you not hear me again? What'd you say? I heard you, but I, you said something as soon as I did. Oh. Yeah, I said I made the mistake of going back into the Gears Pop Room and... There's just message upon message of people doing hordes, which is cool. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. And then I do a few. And I'm like, all right, I'm done now. So, yeah, anyone who made really big pushes, more power to you. But, uh, yeah, I think at this point I'll go for whatever I can get, maybe 250 horde waves. Call it a day. Can't believe it came out two, I'm surprised you two haven't gotten that ago. yet. Yeah, I don't have that one yet. There's yeah. 500 waves as well, but, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about it. It was really surprising when they said that the game was going to go down because it, it was like a year and a half in. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're pulling it. We're done. Like this being, you know, Gears being such a big franchise, especially for Microsoft, you know, I've, I figured this is going to be up for a while, which really sucks because the game's really good. I really enjoy Gears Pop. Well, if that's it, let's get into some sales. Nate, I see you got all. Big old paragraph of stuff written. What'd yeah, you got? yeah, I figure I'll just read it from top to bottom. Uh, the sales this week. Um, well, actually, the sales that I think might be good are 100 Ways. It's $3.50 down from 10 It's a puzzle game. It's listed as about six hours. It does have a walkthrough, but come on, people. It's a fun brain teaser type game. Give it a shot. It kind of reminds me a little bit of The Incredible Machine. Hey, L. Who made The Incredible Machine? Sierra. Oh, good boy. Good boy. That's exactly yes. so, <laughs> one seven. Yes, I didn't think you were going to get that. I just pulled that out of nowhere. Good job, buddy. Um, so, yes, it's a little bit like that, but it's a, it's 3D based. You've got fans. You're, you're moving a ball. You're trying to get the ball from one position to another position. All kinds of fun little tools and obstacles to uh, hamper you on your way. Uh, fun game. Uh, you should try it. And when you get stuck, then you use the walkthrough, people. Mm. Uh, another game I would like to recommend, have not played, but I know that some people out there like this type of game. It's called Spaceland. It is $7 down from 20 It is a strategy turn-based. It's listed mm-hmm. as 20 to 25 hours. That's 243 starts. So this game needs a little attention. It has 18 completions, so it is completable. It looks a little bit like a bare-bones XCOM. 
So if you took XCOM, you stripped it down to just the nuts and bolts, you're moving around, you have a small party, mm. um, you might go rescue this guy and then add him to your party. So it's a little bit like Final Fantasy Tactics in that regard. Oh, nice. Um, I was just about to say this. This reminds me more of Tactics. Yeah. So it's, it's a cool looking little game. Uh, like I said, it's only $7 right now. If this is your genre of choice, Ooh. you might want to check this out. It looks like it might be a hidden gem. I think I am going to check this out. Yeah. And uh, the last game I want to talk about, because I know we have some beat 'em up and fighting fans, is Fightin' Rage. <laughs> Fightin' <laughs> Rage. It's $12 down from $20. Uh, it is a, it's listed as a beat 'em up I just want to read you uh, the first couple of sentences from the review on TA. <clears throat> it says, Fightin' Rage is a retro-styled side-scrolling beat-em-up that creates the nosto- recreates the nostalgic feel of classic arcade games such as Streets of Rage. It should also be noted that this game involves some of the most gratuitous, gravity-defying boob jiggling I have witnessed in pixel form. I'm and, sorry, what? Yes, they're not kidding. <laughs> uh, dot, dot, dot. If you are an achievement hunter looking for a quick and easy completion, this game is not for you. For completion, you're looking at 80 hours or 80 plus hours of gameplay that involves beating the campaign at least 56 times and clearing the game on extremely hard difficulties without using continues. So, if you are that rare what? unicorn, if you are that <laughs> rare achievement hunting unicorn that likes fighting games and difficult fighting games and wants them on your tag, uh, this is maybe something you want to check out. It looked really fun. It looked, you know, it looked well done. I had really cool filters kind of applied to it. So you could do that kind of old tube TV where the corners are kind of curved a little bit and you have the little interlaced uh, graphics. Uh, And it looked like they had a couple of different filters kind of like that. uh, And it looked really good. And then I read that line and I said, well, I definitely have to tell people about that if I'm going to recommend this, that this is uh, this is going to be a commitment if this is your genre. Yeah, eighty hours in a. I am watching games. video footage oh, of this. Wow! And, um, yeah, there's the. Uh, this girl needs some better support. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> just uh, yeah, I'm I'm watching the trailer too. I just said this, or I just saw. I don't know. Thing. All this game is missing is the word dragon. You don't have to be the girl. All this game is missing is you the word dragon the girl. in the title. It's got fight, final fight, and streets of rage in the referenced already. I don't know. Doesn't look bad. Yeah, that's not my cup of tea. But that's what I've got. Good job. That is not my cup of tea. I can see L or yeah, like vulgar like. I would that. like this if it was two to four players. Um, I've got nothing for this week. So Corey, what are you? What are you recommending? So speaking of hidden gems, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here. Uh, Manual Samuel is on sale for two dollars. I don't know if I'll ever mention this again. So let's make this my last hurrah with this game. This game is fun. Um, it's a game a lot of us experienced several years back. We all played it together. You're just controlling a guy who can't control his limbs, so you have to do it for him, and you have to control them all individually, including breathing. And uh, it has local co-op in it, uh, and it has a speed run. Uh, to be honest, the speed runs are the most challenging thing. I mean, the game's not a cakewalk necessarily, but if you play it and stick with it, I think that you'll come out on a high note about it. Um, I'm pretty sure all of us had a fun time with it. Uh, and two bucks, you can't beat two bucks. No, that's nothing. Right. And the last thing I'm going to recommend this week is something that uh, Koosh probably didn't out of 
I don't know, honor and uh, <laughs> the, the the hope of it being cheaper in the future, which it definitely yeah. will be. Uh, but that Ubisoft title is uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, the gold edition. So this is everything, including the upcoming content. It's 50 bucks. Um, so that is a fantastic deal because the game is fantastic. However, it is Ubisoft and it might go cheaper. It like will free. go cheaper eventually. Yeah, um, I think by the end of the year, probably. Yeah, but if you're itching to play a bigger experience of a game now, um, there it is. And if you already have the game and you've been looking at the season pass or you just kind of wrote it off, uh, it's on sale for 10 bucks off, so it's 30 bucks right now. Uh, just to throw that out there, because Kush and I really really like this game so um they are on sale if you want to jump in now i can't believe this if, if you think this is your type of game kind of a lot it's kind of a lot but you are getting three probably fairly large dlcs and, and based on the first one which i have started to play uh, it's it's kind of beefy so hmm, uh beefy. you are going to get your money's worth at, fi- at 50 dollars <laughs> you absolutely get your money's worth if this is your type of game right and based on various ta articles that they've spoken with developers i would put money on it that we already know the first dlc has more achievements i bet you the next two mm-hmm. will happen as well so it won't as be a total waste well i wanted to recommend i would imagine that they will because ubisoft has talked about uh having achievements in their games and making it to where they're actually doable they're not something stupid or something crazy what you talking about? You said you had a game you want to recommend now? Yes, my dreams have come true. They have finally, finally, it was on the finally script. remastered L.A. Noir. It is on the Xbox One. Hallelujah! And it is twenty dollars. <sighs> talk about us being dead horses. Hey, you guys got to stop with the dead horses. That's a good game. We talked about it on the Discord today for some reason. I thought you were going to mention Fairy, but uh... oh. I think everyone already has that game, Koosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get on to my favorite free games with games of gold. Free. And I only say favorite because they're free, not not because I'm like looking forward to these most of the times. Uh, available right now until the end of the month is Warface Breakout. First person shooter. And also available right now till the 15th is Metal Slug 3. Both are able to be downloaded. And then just as a recap for later on, from March 16th to April 15th is a game I am very much looking forward to just for the title alone. Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse. Yes. And then March 16th to the 31st is a game that I actually do want, Port Royale 3. Well, I'm glad that just you want it. I know. I know there's like me <laughs> and four, probably three other people in the world that is actually excited for Port Royale 3. Might be overestimating. I I may be, but I'm just hedging my bets just in case. Port Royale with cheese. Uh, game Pass. <laughs> we have yes. one game that's been entered into Game Pass by way of EA Play, and that's Madden 21, which is out today. Is it? If Devin, oh, yeah. so if like if Devin were here, what would he say? He would say, I don't do I need know. to play Hard What would Devin say? He would say, do I need to play the first 20 to catch up? Oh. 
Oh, bad joke. Got yeah, it. he would say a bad joke and then laugh at it. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, Madden 21 is a good one. No, that one's supposed to be a bad one. No, it's a good one. It has a it has Lamar Jackson on it. Oh, that front. makes it even really bad. All right. And unfortunately, there's also some other games that have left Game Pass. Oh, boy. They all, or I'm sorry, that are leaving Game Pass. That is The Witcher 3, uh, Wild Hunt, Kona, uh, how would it? Alvastia. Alavastia. There you go. Chronicles? Ha. Huh. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Bloodstained Ritual of the Night and the easy completion of Astro. <laughs> As, just say. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> Here, let me help you with this one. Why am I feeling that it's not an easy completion? You all are lying to me. Here. Oh, I think I know what else going to do. I've completed it. Here. <laughs> I fixed it so you could pronounce it better now. It's- Ass Blaster. There you go. Astro Glider. <laughs> Astronomiker. It is an easy uh, completion. On the and that's on the Win Ten. They're they're writing in oh. things on the script. I just read what's put in front of me. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't even know, like like a narrative point and click game. It's not really point and click. You're just picking dialogue options, essentially. And there's a guide out there, and you follow the guide. That's all you do. All right. Sounds like that's the way to play it. And they're all leaving March 16th, so you got about two weeks to get to play these games if you actually want to play them. I know for a fact you can at least complete The Witcher in the, in the time before it leaves. If you start now and don't stop, yep. Yeah. You probably still won't, in all honesty. Um but as a reminder, if you do want these games, if you're sad that they're leaving, you do get 20% off if you want to purchase them right now. I believe you also get like 20% off on DLC, but I could be wrong on that. I'm not sure. But either way, if you wanted to play those games and you're not going to have time to play them, you can pick them up a little bit cheaper right now. Uh, okay, let's and then let's go into coming real soon. Corey, what you got for this week? That was so weak, my dude. So weak. Do you want to know what's coming soon? Real no. soon? I, I want to know what's know coming, what's coming real soon. Good, because I know what's coming real soon. Next week is a light week. This past week was pretty fantastic. Curse of the Dead God, Kill it with Fire. Those were my recommendations. And I really like them. Um, but next week, it's going Chad to be... Chad is telling me that you do get the discount on DLC. Sorry, Corey. It's going to be a light week this week. So coming up on next uh, Thursday, March 11th, that is, um, there's three games coming out. uh, Technically four. Uh, The first one is Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game four. That's the title. The whole thing. It sounds like a title for a game that Nate would want. I have been waiting for the next Monster Energy game. Well, it is here. And if we're doing acronyms. you can play it twice. <laughs> there is a Xbox One stack and a Series stack for this game, and it is just more Supercross. Um, Doodle Devil Evolution, and that's a three in the evolution. This is Kill a Doodle God game. Oh. So it's your standard fare for Doodle Godness stuff, but you're doing devil stuff, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the difference between these games. But this game has some kind of battling system against a computer but like i don't know if you're like 
matching stuff and trying to fight. I don't know. I was kind of confused by the trailer. It's been out on PC. I'm sure there's guides to make it super easy. It is play anywhere, so it does have that going for it. And if you have a touchscreen PC, like a Surface, I highly recommend playing it there. Because using your finger is the best way to play that game. (laughs) The last game coming out on Thursday, March 11th, is one that I actually think people will kind of want. It's called Chess Knights Viking Lands. There's been a lot of... interesting hotness and stuff going around about chess i don't know what it is like in the discord people are talking about chess a lot it has been very popular on twitch uh recently but this is a puzzle game inspired by chess and all of the pieces (laughs) you know why right move like they would in chess um and the objective is it's called chess knights you are moving your knights in order to rescue other pieces uh that have been held prisoner and there's like more than 50 levels in the game and I mean, me, you know, a nincompoop who doesn't know chess, I'm kind of intrigued by it and kind of want to play it. Um, for So for those who do like chess I, in puzzle games, I think that you would actually find this one to be a hit, um, to be this honest. This is interesting. Yeah. So that comes out on thir- Thursday, March 11th. Yeah, as Fog um, said, it's the Netflix show Queen's Gambit that got everyone into chess. Is that the, the whole reason? Absolutely, I mean, I watched yep. that, mm-hmm. but... That I don't know. Uh, next week uh, on Friday, March 12th, is uh, three more games. So we only have six total. Uh, the first one is going to be called Self, Where's My Father? Um, this is a suspenseful. <laughs> we play, I'm reading the description here. Play Self a all suspenseful Cafesquay. I'm a word doctor. Cafesquay. <laughs> This is a text-based game. We just have five more minutes of that. (laughs) This is a text-based game. And I thought my was bad. It it has puzzle mechanics to it. (laughs) Anyway, the story plays out on an interactive CRT monitor. Um, (laughs) It even has like mini games to it. Bullet hell type games. I need to look this Uh, up. It's it's a fragmented... narrative with different endings obviously i'm reading from the uh the sales text here uh it's a game that's on pc too it looks very very basic cafes six i don't know <laughs> this is a text game look it up it's called self where's my father at least the xbox version what is. is this game that's what i'm saying it's it's, these, uh, it's like you're playing a dos game or something i don't know I know I just jingled your jollies there, Goosh, but... Oh, they've been jingled. (laughs) Moving on, I have something else that will jingle your jollies. Uh, Probably a lot of you. Um, The next game is called Journey of the Broken Cycle. Uh, Circle. Journey of the Broken Circle. And it is a story-driven, casual platformer. And it is being compared to Thomas Was Alone. So it's it's another very casual game. Thomas was alone, if I recall. You're just geometry rectangles, right? Yeah. Hopping around, meeting other squares. Uh, this is kind of like that, but less... It, it has more curves. <laughs> it's more rounder. Um, and uh, you're actually like... Hmm. The, the landscape that. that you're traveling is like a real place. It's not like you're jumping on top of other rectangles. I don't know. If you like Thomas was alone, 
you're probably going to like this. People are really saying that the, the narrative that they give you, which is all like word balloons, people are saying that that is really excellent. So look for Journey of the Meh. Broken Cycle of that um, oh, circle. Yeah, my Journey attention. of the Broken Circle. Yeah, look for that if, if that I mean, jingles Isn't that literally jollies. Pac-Man on the cover of that? Uh, no, that I mean, would be it, copyright. No, they would never do that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Pac-Man. Anyways, the last thing that's coming really soon, again on Friday, March 12th, is a game called Heaven Dust. Um, hmm. I know that that um, set looks like it says Dust it Heaven. It sure does. But I'm going to say Heaven Dust because that's where I copied. Uh, it's anyways, this is an isometric game. Um, looks like, like a dungeon crawler. So it looks like Minecraft Dungeons-ish. Uh, again, not in Minecraft style, but... That, that's how it plays and you're in a mansion and so like just like minecraft dungeon you can kind of see in over walls because there's no ceiling kind of deal um it is a kind of has horror vibes to it um and integrated story puzzles and different endings in it as well and they are saying that it's a classic 90s survival horror game like resident evil i never played resident evil so i couldn't make that connection but that's what it's being sold as this looks interesting. It does not look bad. I clicked on to the achievement. Yeah. I clicked on to the achievement list, and the very first achievement is finish the game in two hours. So it's not that long. Right. The only thing I'm looking at is the character looks very kiddish, and he's obviously holding a yeah. gun. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about, but it, yeah, it, it, the game itself, the gameplay looked interesting. I, I would, I would give it a try if, you know, if it was there, but that's Looks like the, coming they took soon. Ash from Pokemon. They dropped him in the Resident Evil Mansion and gave him a gun. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, you, you know that just kind of sold me on it. <laughs> it's a ten dollar game. <laughs> Gotta shoot them all. <laughs> yeah, that this this one out of three of those looks the most interesting to me. Same publisher and developer. For Heaven Dust and Self, Where's My Father? Two very different games. All right, I guess we're done. Oh, hi, that. Andy. That's that's <laughs> coming else? real soon. Only six games. Um, like okay. I said, this this past this week that we're in now, that it's already passed for the listeners, it was a great week. Next week seems okay, but the next one seems even better. Like we're, we're get, like end of March has some good stuff. I can't wait to see what you got next week. There is retro but for right soft now, let's wrestling. get into some contests. L, why don't you go run us down with the G-Task? We had some community members who met their demise. I believe these are all individual people. Casual Exile, Bedholm, Bastion Reader, and Dan Pacifix. You guys did good job. And I'm sure you're all not gaming right now. Or playing for fun and not for achievements. Almost made it to the end. Nate, Nathan, Nathaniel, right. your and turn. Gamertag Challenge. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah, Nate, go ahead and give us the Gamertag Challenge. Gamertag Challenge. <laughs> totally not because I didn't have my mic on. The Gamertag <laughs> Challenge. It's the month of March. And uh, hmm. that means that last month was February. So let's talk about it. The Gamertag was what the fuck. And his game, his wildcard game is Old Man's Journey. And his bonus was stuff that had the word old somewhere in the Never title. Never old. And uh, that's over. We've tabulated the scores. 
we had three top overachievers, people that got the game tag, the bonus, and uh, I'm not sure if they actually got the wild card, but they also got numerous bonuses. They are Ella Follette with five, Nutty Ray, who just joined today and had that naturally, was not shooting for it, uh, with seven, and we have Bomber 37 oh, with lucky. 10. And our winner, out of 379 draws, who we totally just pulled right now, is Carpe Adam. Ooh. Good job, buddy. Ooh. Now, Carpe Adam... And he's in chat. Carpe Adam only had four entries. So wow. he is the textbook case for wow. just participate. You could win with just one entry. He did it with four. So good on him. <laughs> yes. For the month of March, our gamer tag is a Ahizo. His wildcard game is anything <laughs> from the Mass Effect series. So any new achievement or a previous completion in any game in the Mass Effect series Good is worth choice. one bonus draw, max. And the bonus is you've got a friend in me. Yes. Achievements containing the text toy or story. Yes. One bonus draw per achievement. Limit one achievement per game. Because his name is Andy. Tara, I explained it. There you his go. His last name is Pants. Ah, <laughs> he likes it. That's your game tech challenge. All right. Well, before we get into Brad Camp, we have our monthly Patreon giveaway. We have the drawing for this month. Uh, Nate, why don't you go ahead and hit that drawing? Sure. Right now, definitely not before. <laughs> our winner is MDP seventy three. Thank you for being a Patreon. <clears throat> MDP, you know me. Murder Death Prue. Why would you murder murder Daniel Prue? What? Um, because he. It's uh, <laughs> a Death Prill. He sucks at Zoo Tycoon. So thank you, MDP, for for uh, donating to our Patreon. Thank you for supporting the show, and thank you to all of our patrons for the support that you give us. You you guys are the ones that help keep this, uh, well, tonight, this train wreck going. This has been something. Keep this train wreck wrecking. Exactly. It's one giant wreck fest. All right. Well, with that, now let's take it into brag camp. Let's see if Corey has this correct. Oh, gosh. Get that up the screen one sec one sec <laughs> all right one sec. Uh, it's been well, very this... it's been very smooth up until that point oh this is gonna be interesting oh boy um yeah so brag camp we do that every week right you're you start it so whenever you're ready we absolutely do that every week <laughs> you are stalling <laughs> like Joseph. That's what i was getting at yeah. so four <laughs> completions as i uh scroll back down <laughs> for completion we didn't have like any like a lot of on the dot stuff so i picked some that were like grouped together so Eurochurk and ben l72 sir polygon and survive sour revivalist have all completed 320 games you guys are gonna have to find some kind of competition to uh go together against that um vulgar latin and red 04 to 7 or 460 games Vulgar Latin and Red 047 are at 465 games, so there's definitely some competition going there. Uh, and Triple Triad 777 and Legohead 1977, both at 675 completions. Uh, also, 
Railbait is on an easy gamer score kick this month, and he has surpassed 705 completions and all the way up to 730 completions. Crazy month, and it just started. Uh, For completion percentage, we have uh, Chewy on Ice. He's completed 69% of his achievements. Very nice. 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 Now you can't move. You have to stay there. If you earn more achievements, you need to start more games. Go, go, go. <laughs> Nate, Nate, it's your oh, turn. Uh, well, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm treading water. In ratio, we have Soundwave Core, who's reached a new milestone because he plays difficult games of 1.9. In streaks, we have Mookie Bars on me, currently on a 22 win streak, day win streak. It happens to be his new personal best, which is why we say such a funny number. Bedholm, currently on a 25 day, as are Yinga Garten, Ice Fire TN, Chewy on Ice, Infamous, Inigo Montoya 80, also known as Indigo Toyota, and Crazy Catman. For 50 day streaks, we have Triple Triad 777 and Tony Coconuts, and new patron. Patron? Yes. Patron? I don't know. But definitely new to the GTC Nutty Ray. Uh, we also have Sir Polygon on a 100 day win streak. Fluttery Chicken, currently on a 300-day achievement win streak. <laughs> Elroy OMJ on a 1,300-day achievement win streak. Prue on a five-year achievement win streak. And Mad Eye uh-huh. Eye is currently on an eight-year achievement win streak. That is crazy. Oh, I guess we're doing achievements one. Okay, but I cut out a lot, so I can just... I can breathe... <laughs> Fuath has reached a new milestone of 5,000 achievements one. Alex R. Davies has reached a new milestone of 9,000 achievements one. Sir Polygon is at 9,500. Fight Club X on 10,000. Why would Mike I breathe too much? 10,500. Rocker Dude, 1512, 15,5. Red 047 with 21,000. Raw Sauce Ross with 21,500. Casual Exile with 22,000. Kingsman 2625 with 22,5. Latin. Vulgar, comma, in there somewhere. 24,000. Nutty Ray with 30,000 achievements won. And Railbait with a new achievement milestone of 34,750 achievements won. All right. In gamer score, EL Sock has 300,000. Mark B has 350,000. What the fuck? Finally finished Brave and has 600,000. And Triple Triad 777 has 950,000. In TA score, we have. Katie with 170,000 TA. Philip Wendell with 600,000. Yinga Garden with 1.9 million. And coming up on a big one, Anigo Montoya and Jimbot UK with 1,990,000 uh, TA score apiece. In leaderboards, Alex R. Davies, who is always the first name I read every week. Thank you, Alphabetical Order is in the top 200 of the TA Difference leaderboard for turn-based and top 500 for role-playing and turn-based TA Difference. Chesno is in the top 1,000 England Gamer Score leaderboard for collection and in the top 2,000 of the Europe Gamer Score leaderboard overall. Very nice. Hawkeye Barry nice. is uh, in the top 20 of the Iowa TA leaderboard. Koshmos is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard. Philip Wendell is in the top 10,000 of the TA Difference leaderboard. Quick Don't Die is now in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard for Ariel. Quick Don't Die is now in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for Battle Royale. Reset 42 is in the top 10 of the New Zealand Gamer Score leaderboard for Dungeon Crawler and Action RPGs. And in Life Events, Big L 
had a birthday on March 1st, and that is why I am grumpier than usual. Well, I have a present for you, L. Sorry, podcast listeners. Watch the stream. Uh Uh-oh. Happy birthday, L. Uh-oh. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Let's see. (laughs) Trolls. I love it. (laughs) That's fantastic. Looks just like me. I mean, if you got me a... It's perfect. I mean... My fit, my head is bigger than the cake. I want a cake. I mean, I mean, really. There was well, also, we don't want to get you a real. There was also cake. sparks coming out of it as well. <laughs> You're getting older. Your metabolism's not as good. If we get a, get you a oh, real big cake, that is true. You know, just goes right there to. There's also hips a fire hazard. We had to switch to LED candles. Start oh, joke there, Nate. There's a lot of candles <laughs> now. Thank God I didn't jump out of that cake. If it's got fire. I'll share the gift that I was gonna that I told Corey to add in. Oh, but I, apparently I gotta it wasn't add one more. Supposed to be added to a Twitch. I gotta stream. add one more to life events because uh, someone's pestering me. March third, which I guess it is now on the East Coast. I guess that's technically today. MDP, happy birthday, buddy! Happy birthday! You won the Patreon giveaway on your birthday. How? I don't convenient. think he was around what before a, when that happened. Not so I don't think he, it's a coincidence. He does not <laughs> win <true>. anymore. <laughs> Happy birthday. Okay. He doesn't Marco Davis Polo. That is your name. And I sing you a birthday song. I hope you enjoyed that song. All right. That was for Fug. We're finishing Brave. You're a brave old soul. <laughs> and I'm delirious. Yes. And this is the part of the night. Where Al gets delirious mm-hmm. because he's sleep deprived. Bring out the ducks. <laughs> oh, right. Well, that will do it for us tonight. Thank you all for everyone that is in the Twitch chat right now that has spent the, de- the night with us. Especially extra thank you for the hosts that watched the wreckfest that was our pre show when we streamed. We promise next one will be better. We owe you. We'll try. The next one will be better. It can't be. It can't possibly be worse. That is oh, I, on wood. I don't know about that. Well, rec room two. Oh dear God. Okay. What is happening? There's a ninety-eight percent chance it'll be better. But like always, uh, if you are here in chat or if you're listening to this and you have not yet done so, please give us a follow on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash/age101, and if you would like to, you can subscribe to us. Either f- you can do it free with your Amazon Prime, or you know you can just give us your money. So that's cool too. You get to support the support the show. You get entered into the Twitch sub giveaways, and there's now a Twitch sub secret chat. That's not a secret anymore. In the Discord, which yep. Discord.io slash ah101, you can join in on the fun there. If you want to send us a Twitter tweet, you can do so on the Twitter at Achievements101. And lastly, and most importantly, if you do want to support the show, but you don't want to do it on Twitch, we do have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash AchievementHunting101. Congratulations, MDP, for winning the monthly giveaway. Thank you all of the for, to all of our patrons who support us. You guys are the ones that keep us going. We greatly, greatly appreciate all of you. With 
Patreon, you get access to a special patron VIP chat, which we do special giveaways just for them. We at, oh, When we ask questions uh, to be on the show, it's only to patrons. Patrons help shape the show. They help shape the Discord. Whenever we need to have advice, we go to them. So once again, thank, thank you, you to our patrons for supporting the we show. We have a new patron. You guys are the real MVP. New patron, Soundwave Core, who is probably asleep since he's in the UK. But thank you, buddy. He picked his new color right away from the... Uh, the Dewey Decimal System, whatever that thing is called. The hexagram. The hexalogic. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's a good time in there. Yeah. Mostly, join the Discord. The whole community is there. It's a good time. But with that, thank you all for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. When the dead rise from their graves, you will have to fight for your life. Hello, I'm Akpail, bringing you not one, but two easy completions to your attention. Awesome Game Studios, the Awesome Zombie Games Bundle, has a regular store price of $7, and might not be as awesome as advertised, but offers good bite-sized fun. It contains the charming light strategy game, I Zombie and the not as charming yet another Zombie Defense HD. I Zombie has 1000 game score and 1300 TA in 2 to 3 hours. It is great when you're low on time as the levels are very short and can be completed in less than a minute each. In fact, you'll have to bring your best cumulative time of all levels down to 23 minutes for the completion, which is not very difficult. Yet another Zombie Defense HD offers 1000 game score, 1800 TA and has a baffling time estimate of 6 to 8 hours on TA. Considering I spent most of my 4 hours with the game without a guide while listening to podcasts, that time estimate strikes me as very high. I'm pretty sure I could now get all the achievements in the game in less than 2 hours. The only reason the TA is as high as it is, is probably because it's frequently on sale and it is not very good. It is a twin stick shooter with some tower defense elements. It features a street lamp, four player models, zombies, demons, wolves, weapons, barricades, turrets, a broken online mode which does not award achievements and that's pretty much it. It's not a complete dumpster fire. Most of the game works as intended as long as you play local games, but there is just very little to the game. There's a deathmatch mode where you only have to play a single 5 minute match for an achievement. The easiest ways to obtain it is by setting up a friends only game and walk away for 5 minutes. You will also have to survive 5 minutes in the endless mode, which I did first try after reading Hazar Karl's guide on TA. In short, you just run around in circles only shooting at the fast zombies chasing you, building up a huge number of slow zombies which prevents the tougher enemies from spawning. The defense mode is where you will spend most of your time. You have to survive to night 16 and kill the reaper appearing on that night. Doing so is very simple. You're going to want to build an electric barricade around yourself and a sniper turret or three. As long as you don't run out of ammo, this will easily get you to the survive 10 nights without taking damage as well. Just be aware that your ammo pool is shared with the turrets. 
A few achievements are not available until night 7 or 9, and you have to start from night 1 every time. The fastest way to get there is buying a chainsaw at night 2 and solely use it until night 7. There's an achievement for completing night 7 using only the chainsaw, but you have to be very lucky to survive the night using just the chainsaw. Luckily, you can still use mines without voiding the achievement. Note that damage from the barricades will void the achievement, so make sure you take down any turrets or barricades you might have set up. There are two multi-kill achievements, which can be done by standing in a corner where only two zombies can hurt you at a time. Wait for the enemies to build up, then fire into the crowd, hoping to get the required number of kills. Eye Zombie is by far the better game, but I've played worse games for score than yet another Zombie Defense HD. The games also begin with I and Y respectively, which are rather rare and both are comfortably over a 1.2 ratio in case you need them for something such as the Better Completions Matter competition or the Gamer Tag Challenge. Have a nice day everyone!